Welcome to Awake with Javon. My name is Javon Pera. And today I have Christine Miskinis. Did I put the right syllable in the right place? You absolutely <laughs> did. You, you rocked your voice, Javon. Mis Miskinis. No, so it's a wonderful name. Uh, wonderful woman. Thank you so much for being with me today. And we're going to be talking about a woman's voice unleashed da -da! which is fantastic what a, what a wonderful thing to have a woman's voice unleashed this incredible divine feminine that exists within us all that's repressed sometimes in our sisters out there come on rock it out <laughs> rock it out uh, christine your website i'll just mention uh, in case people want to know right off the bat is rockitoutwoman.com which is awesome uh, so, so tell me, uh, I'll, I'll roll through some questions, but uh, just at the start, uh, this podcast is designed, or, or video if you're watching it, is to, is to find the guides that are pointing the way, pointing the way to awakening. And that's pretty much uh, this, this inner self that is incredibly powerful and eternal and abundant and is healing the world in us, through us, around us, as us, that we're unaware of, and you're one of those guides. So first of all, thank you so much. Thank you so much for having and inviting me into your beautiful space. It's an honor to be here. Oh, good. So tell me, what, what do you do? What, what is Rock Out, Rock It Out Woman? So Rock It Out Woman is a woman who, if I could just give a visual for your audience, when you get into your car and you turn on the music, and you turn it up because suddenly it's like your favorite song and you start driving as you're driving, you're just like moving your body and you're singing along and you're fully expressing yourself. The wind is blowing through your hair. You're not worried about who's watching you in the other cars or any of that other stuff. You're just totally in that vibration of rocking it out. And so that's how the women feel when we work together is they experience that free flow self-expression in every area of their life, but it comes through the catalyst of their actual voice. Oh, so the, there's, uh, the voice is, is the gateway to that experience, that Correct. working. Yes. So if, we, if, if a woman doesn't physically, like from what other bodies can hear, hear the voice then there's a whole depth and a and deep well of stuff that's missed out is that what you're saying yes and the way that i i define voice and it has to do with my own experience that we can talk about as well but um i define your voice as a bridge your voice is a bridge of your inner connection all the messages that you're receiving your higher self source god spirit and then an outer opening expression. So you take in the information and then you express it in your own unique divine way. Because we all have such unique voices, the tone, the vibration, even the accent, right? That we carry from our upbringing and our environment comes through that voice. And so that's the voice is the bridge. And when you see that, then once you can continuously express yourself in that way it becomes a very pure expression of your soul it's wonderful so what happens when 
uh, when we do that? I mean, what's, what's the end result? We just feel awesome. We just feel like we're rocking, rocking out at a concert, abundant and free driving in our car. Well, and so here's the thing. So I work with women entrepreneurs mainly because they do want to be able to communicate their services. And so that means that they like three and five times their income, they deepen their relationships, um, they experience actual healing inside their body. So if you have like skin issues or hormonal things happening, you'll start to see that heal within you because you're adding in sound vibration and you're moving the energy through your body. So there's lots of different results based upon where your focus is and where you want to take it. But I will just say this, this is the great thing about the voice. It goes everywhere you are. It is who you are being. So the more that you can um, undo anything that's been holding you in any type of um, story, struggle, any sacrifice, anything like that, then you have this freer flow through you. And so you become magnetic. You get media attention if that's what you want. You start to grow a community. If you're a mother or sister, you start connecting with like-minded people because they hear the call that you put out with your voice. Mm. What's some common holdups that you've seen that, that uh, your clients have uh, inflict themselves with, right? It, it, well, I guess there's two part question here. What's the common holdups and is it, is it always us that's limiting us or is it, that's a two part question. That's a good question. So it's, it is what we take on and because the voice is developed when we're young, the whole time when that with our subconscious, we have all of these voices in our heads and we look at the different archetypes that we kind of funnel our message through and, and who we are and all our perceptions. So it does, the voice, what happens is in childhood, if you were told, be quiet, you're to be seen and not heard, or, you know, just shut up, sit down, some of these things, or who do you think you are, then right away you have this, which we all experience as humans, is this separation or this fall from grace. And what then becomes is an internal struggle of not being able to open up, of not being able to be vulnerable, or maybe it looks like compassionate, you know, not applying yourself and putting yourself out there, which is where I get the rock it out. You know, someone that's rocking it out is just totally going for it with their energy. And so the women that, and it's totally for men as well, it's, it's the filter that you see your world through and how you express yourself with your communication, um, your articulation. A lot of times, even in society, we've taken on these things that our actual voice doesn't sound good. So then, oh, I'm not a singer, so I can't do that. So we do a lot of breath work. We do songs and chants. And again, it's part of the brand of rocking it out is finding your own that there is no one size fits all. And I like to say, Javon, that we are a symphony of voices together. And that's my ultimate vision, is that I ignite the voices of women so that women can be more active participants in our society, in our collective, sharing their voice, speaking their truth, being accepted, and having that level of um, community and unity. Mm, love that. Now, do you have do you have a particular uh, 
gifting that that had led leads you into this or is it just that you're you're good with business strategy uh is there is there something below the surface here that is going on that is more than just smart business and speaking your mind yes there is the the spirit and um and Think i believe that. that speaking is spiritual yeah and and sacred and we as a society we can look at our language and our music and the lyrics and we definitely have um a ways to go here as we're waking up and so for me specifically i've always been in tv media on stages i have a musical theater and speech degree i also have an elementary education degree so i wanted to be a teacher i wanted to use my voice i wanted to be singing on stages and i was doing all of those things and in my 20s I actually developed a condition called Barrett's esophagus. And it's where your stomach lining starts growing up into your throat to protect it from acid reflux. And it's from a lifetime of acid reflux. So being that young, the doctors didn't know what to do with me. And I remember having a biopsy and that day in the doctor's office, he said, you know, Christine, you have this condition and it's pre-cancer in your esophagus. And it's starting now at 24. So there's nothing we can do right now. When it develops, we'll go in, we'll scrape, we'll do all these things. And Javon, everything got quiet. I actually had an experience where I felt my soul sit up inside of me, almost like a hand filling out a glove. And in the silence, I heard for the very first time my own voice, which sounded like the voice of God, say, go off and allow your body to heal, all is well. And in that moment, hearing my own inner voice, having that download, that connection, I trusted. I suddenly saw life in a whole different way, like, oh, I'm responsible for my life, body, mind, and spirit. And so in just three months after, you know, really standing for myself, being in my sovereignty, speaking my truth, because now I wasn't eating the same things. I wasn't doing the same things I was before. I was really being so intentional about what was true and right for me. And my body started to heal. And the doctors were amazed. And I wanted to start sharing this with more people. And I was working as a school teacher. So I started working with the moms. And then I went back to health uh, school. I became a health coach. And I started sharing with them, like it wasn't just about the food, but the food was a way that I knew how to clear out the body and to support the body and the healing so that you can actually be more still, have more silence and tune in. And from there, I've created everything in my life, the success, the live events, the connections to celebrities, coaching leaders, um, just from my voice. Mm. So let's dissect that a little bit because you were sick and then you were well. And in between that, that time, there were some changes that seems replicatable. Like we can take these and, and implement them even, even right now. Some of us are sick and uh, not just physically sick, but we have uh, anxiety and all these mental uh, plagues and, and uh, spiritually, um, you know, whatever's going on went on there as well you you changed your diet you 
allowed your body to heal you. So it seems like you changed your diet and then you just accepted that all as well. I mean, what, what did that have to do? Did you start meditating or what, what is that? What did that look like for you? So hearing, hearing my inner voice was like just so profound in that moment. And I know that um, we can all access that today. You don't need to be told you're going to die in order for you to hear your inner voice. But we've heard these stories of like how that actually happens. And so it's that connection. It's that reclaiming your divinity for women. It's reclaiming your self-worth. It is like putting a stake in the ground, like I am here. And once you do that in that moment, because I was, I was very anxious. I was doing community theater at night. I was going to the gym. I had a social life. I was teaching in the day. And then I would go and do, um, you know, work with children on the side. And like, I was doing it all and I was burning myself out. And the reason I was doing it all was because I believed there was somewhere to get and that I was climbing this ladder to success as an independent woman. So if anybody's listening to these messages, the messages that we grow up and that we hear, the voices of our families, the voices of society, you know, do it this way. And then as women, we want to be people pleasers, maybe overachievers to prove our self-worth. So there's so many voices in the world. However, the voice of the divine and your connection as a divine sacred being is unlike anything else. And so when you tune in, I started to like really pay attention. I knew that it was already within me. In that moment, I left there like, okay, I have free cancer. My body's going to heal because I heard it so clearly. And because it's like, now I know what I've been missing. I've been searching and looking and doing, and it hasn't been working. So if I don't do this right now and really surrender to not knowing, to not listening to other people, then I could potentially end up very sick and it's a fatal disease. Hmm. So when I work with people, it's really about that first part before the food. But once you reclaim that you're this divine, worthy, amazing being, it's like, and you could start to tune in. You, t you listen in, inward listening. You ask and you receive the messages. And that part, that process can be very new, but I believe more of us are now open to hearing the voice of spirit and following suit in our meditation practice, in our stillness. And so the more you can do that, you will just naturally, I just naturally started to, I did have a, a holistic health coach kind of tell me, get rid of the diet soda, get rid of the chips, get rid of all the, you know, anything that's adding to your autoimmune, anything that's um, what you would say causes inflammation, remove that and just get back to basics. Lots of fruits and vegetables, lots of water, uh, probiotics. And basically, it was that simple. But what I saw was, wait a minute, I've been giving my voice away my whole life. As a child, you know, that's, this is going back to what we were talking about before. When we're children, we like, oh, this and this. And we blurt something out. And our parents or society or our teachers are like, oh, no, or why did you say that? They make you wrong. They judge you. You're bad. And then you learn, okay, 
I need to be this way to be loved and accepted. But as you start to mature, you realize you're really the only one that needs to love and accept yourself. So if you're using your voice, right, it's like it's a powerful place of choice. Mm. So what, what's the, the range of using your voice? Because it seems like there is some, uh, someone who thinks they're nothing, unworthy, might have a dream, but they dismiss it. They don't even, don't even want to think about their dreams anymore because it's so sad to think of a dream and then it never come to fruition. So they stop dreaming even, right? There's someone like that. And then maybe someone gets a glimpse of their potential and power and they could, they just dream of like dominating other people and, you know, I want to get you back and, uh, and that has its own problems, right? To, to get everything that you wanted. Uh, often can be the worst thing that ever happens because in the end, there you are again. And, you know, what if you're miserable and you get everything you want? That's even worse. <laughs> at least before you had the fantasy that your life would be better if you got everything you want. So th there, it seems like there's some nuance in actually fulfillment and happiness and abundance and using your voice. How, how does that work from those two ranges? Well, there is like, so it's all the chakra work. So if you look at like your first chakra, you know, your first and sh second chakras, you, you need to be rooted in who you are. You need to have that safety and that security. And a lot of times there is unrepressed trauma that needs to be healed. And so there's that. And listening to you and following, you know, your community, there are lots of healers and ways that you can start to rewire, reprogram. That's definitely a place to go to first and foremost. And if you're, when you're in that place, even working with someone else, you still have the power to create. As you're speaking, you can create whatever, wars, or you can create peace. Like, it's up to you. So in that space, having support, having the community of like-minded people who live life in this way, connecting with you, connecting with other healers, that's absolutely the way to go because you want to get to a place of purity. We don't want to keep um, perpetuating cycles of trauma as we have mainly done, you know, up until now. In the last few decades, we're starting to realize, wow, this level of consciousness and what this means. So you can come to a place of tuning in. And when you're there, the messages are so clear. And yet they're very innocent and very simplistic. And that's how you know you're, you're tapping into the voice of the divine. So yeah, you need to kind of like the energy and your chakras all can be spinning and whatever to get up to this place. Because when I work with women, we talk about heart-centered communication. So for it to come to your heart and then out of your throat chakra, it's going to be all based on unconditional love. Mm. So does that answer like the question of what needs to happen in that space? Yeah, no, that was great. So tell me if you would, uh, in the context of, of, of this particular venue that we're on, we're talking about being, being awake. Um, and that can mean a lot of things to a lot, a lot of people. Um, and there's the range of it, right? I can, I can have awakened to, wow. Uh, 
I can have a voice, right? There's, there's different levels of just awakening too. What is it for you to be awake? For me to be awake is I see, I see through the illusions and I see through the fear. And as a human and as we all have had experiences, I have carried so much of that in my own body. But what I have been able to do is to clear all of that distortion, all of the illusions, the fear. And it's not that it doesn't come up because of course we're living our lives and it comes up. It's just that now I know how to be with it. I know how to transmute it. I have the tools to be able to move through those situations and return to the place of wholeness and unconditional love. Hmm. Now, I think, I think of, uh, of a woman who wants to start a business, and I can, I can easily imagine the fear of that, right? The fear of failure or the fear of judgment or any, any number of fears we have. What, what would be some examples of the illusion? What does that mean and how is that different? Yeah, so the illusions are just like, so for example, um, sometimes people will come to me and say, well, I'm not ready to work on my voice yet. You know, one day when it's the right time, when I have all of these things in place, and I'm like, let me just help reframe that for you. Because you're here, because you've had these life experiences, which are very sacred because they're assisting you in your own evolution, you therefore have lots to talk about. You have lots to share. You have lots of lessons that can actually support other people in their lives right now. And so many of us are here to assist and support others, but we'll take ourselves out by saying, I'm not ready yet. I don't have the time. I don't have the resources. And this is why I love the voice because you have the voice. <laughs> And it's with you. And once you begin to unleash it, you can't undo it. Unless you would put yourself in some like horrific experience where you're abused and shut down, you know, again and again after unleashing, um, I still find that you will speak to the truth in those times as well. So you will still be empowered. So for the example of the woman who wants to get out there and start her business, all you need to do is start speaking your truth. Hmm. And that in and of itself is a very scary thing because of all the conditioning that you've experienced up until now, because of all the other voices that reside in your head. Every time mm -hmm. you go to take an action, who do you think you are? You can't do that. Why are you saying this? Not even your voices, but you're carrying them. And those are the things that can limit you. Those are the illusions. Hmm. Wow. That's awesome. Tell me who, who is, your ideal client, what do you, what do you get the most amped up and, and uh, your own personal enjoyment working with? Is, is, there a, is there a niche? There is. There's, this, there's a woman who has a fire in her when she knows that she came. Like, this is part of my mission. So I started, you see how like my, my, my message has evolved into a mission and then it became a movement where now I'm gathering more women together, right? Getting their voices out. And so like, that's the woman who really lights me up. Someone who has experienced her own healing, um, her own spiritual awakening, and she's here to be a messenger 
to share it. And that's all she needs to do is really tell her stories and show up and serve by being who she already is, you know, and sharing where she's come from. And just that in and of itself is very healing. It's bringing more of the, the divine feminine back to our planet instead of the voices of, you know, of opposition, me against you, a high achiever, overachiever, hierarchy. It's like the woman who's ready to come into unity with collaboration and connection. And she gets that she gets to be more confident. So if she wants to be more self-assured and self-confident, then that totally lights me up because I know she it's already there for her. So mm -hmm. unleashing the voice is just going to bring that out. And then she's going to be like a hose of like, Shh, you know, and it's going to, and it's just amazing to witness Javon because women are like, oh, they'll call me in the morning and like, Christine, it's happening now. I know now I see like it changes the way you think and it changes the way you show up. Mm -hmm. Love that. Just right on the brink, just, it's got to start opening the mouth, engaging, let it all out. So it's interesting how we have these different templates, right? These, you, you're born as a, in a woman template or a man template, and they kind of they control or at least have these certain ways that are so easy to step into. You know, this, this I, I was listening to, um, uh, his name is, I don't remember his name, whatever, he's a doctor. And he was just talking about how uh, women, it's, it's so... He's, he's talking about how, uh, how sad it was, how these women, they're, they're wonderful physicians or surgeons or whatever, and how they get stuck in this masculine world and how often they have to act, try to act like a man, which, which in, in that sense was like aggressive and uh, domineering and, um, um, and uh, controlling, like I'm going to control and that's the most important thing even more than what we're trying to accomplish. Me being in control is more like that kind of thing. And, you know, in that, in that field, he's like, those are the women, those are the people that did really good, but everyone was scared to death of them. Like there, there was no community anymore, which this nurturing, wonderful, uh, healing atmosphere is a more feminine thing. And he's like, that's, that's what we needed the most. But because of the culture or these templates that we step into, uh, that particular person felt like she couldn't, she couldn't engage with that. Um, why do you think we, why do you think that is? I mean, is, is this something, is this something that we're stuck with? Can we overcome? Is it there for a purpose? Is it there at all? Are we making up the whole thing or am I making all this whole thing? Well, I feel like it has, it definitely goes back to feminine energy, yin and yang, uh, yin and yang. It's like, when we, we all have this internally within us, right? And so when I, but when I came as a woman in a woman's body and here, I, I have more of that feminine essence. And what I've seen from women specifically is because we haven't been the ones like going out there and the warriors and the, you know, like the men and that masculine thing, why we need our men, we've been the ones at home. We've been in the ones caregiving for our elderly parents or our children we've kind of been like taking a back seat in lots of ways. And because of the way the world was at the time, we, you know, we couldn't, or we, we didn't choose to do those things. And then there was the shift of women going to work. And now there's this like 
deep honoring of women and men. And, you know, it's not even like the sexual preference. It's really about an energetic. And it's about the union inside of ourselves. And so can we get through this? Yes, I think there's such a beautiful place for women to be alongside our men. And that, you know, that in and of itself can bring back a balancing because even the women who are like single mothers have been sacrificing and sending out these messages that are really icky and not in their truth or their power. Mm-hmm. They've been overcompensating or sacrifice. I can't do it now when my kids grow up. And I'm like, come on. Like, but now with technology in this age, we're able to really be in so many different places and participate. And so I believe that there is the balancing. And for me to go back to my story that I shared of healing, I had to return to Mother Earth to eat the foods from our planet. I had to learn to honor our planet. And once I did that, my, it helped my actual physical body to heal. I was tuning in, hearing my voice, hearing the messages of the divine, It was like my body started to cleanse out. So there was less chaos. There was less static. There was less noise. And suddenly, like even when I was a teacher, like all children were my children. Because I got that, you know, that's a very sacred role is to raise up our children. And so tending to the planet, raising up our children, like these are the ways of the feminine. And the masculine is there to support that. So I do believe that we can thrive together and it is about really coming together. I just choose as a a woman to take care of the women and it's not, it's a pretty beautiful process. It's like the blossoming of a flower. So there's no like deep surgery that, you know, I need to do is like once you want to start expressing your voice, we remove all of that ego training and we return to the place of innocence and purity. Mm. And it's a win, win, win for everyone. Mm. Now you're, you're, you're in a unique place as a woman that works with women. And I spent a lot of time noticing what holds back women from, from just their abundant place uh, as, as healers uh, in the world. I mean, and I, I, in my opinion, healing is really just returning back to a uh, more natural state. Uh, it's just what happens when we, when we align and we allow spirit to flow through us. It's, it just kind of happens. There's really no healers even per se. It's more just people that allow others to receive what's already there for them. So you're, you're working with people in that and uh, working with women. Have you noticed that there, there is uh, a thing in most men that you wish would come out. So you're saying, women, let's rock it out. Let's let's use your unleash your voice. What is it? What is it for most men? Do you, have you noticed anything? So if we're gonna go to the polar opposites of the divine sacred mother, <laughs> right, the feminine mother and lover, I would I would love to see our men be more of um, the warrior, our archetype and uh, the warrior, the the magician. And so for that to happen, it's really about men standing up as well and saying no more. 
no more to what they're seeing happening, like no more, not okay, no. And um, what, what is that? What's the warrior and the magician? So the warrior is that it's just that our archetype that will do whatever he it takes, no matter what. Not accepting like what we're doing to our planet or our children or to the mental health of our people or our elders or, you know, it's like, um, I will fight for what is right and true in the purest possible way. Not fight to go to war, but stand up and say, you know, no, this is not happening anymore and, and pay and become a participant in that way. To what's happening in the world and the things are happening and take a strong masculine stand um i believe that's all we need to do god source spirit it's just like it's really i you know i see women standing and speaking in their leadership but men are more of that physical power so that that would be the warrior would be like i will do whatever it takes no matter what and no one and nothing has power over me and the magician would be more of a creator and of trusting. And in order to trust, it's like we need to surrender something. We need to give something to receive. We need to cultivate. If I'm going to plant the seeds to Mother Earth, you know, then I'm going to tend to that and protect it and watch that grow and be part of that. And so there's this beautiful union, again, of women and men coming together. And um, it, it really starts in the home. Yes. So what? So let's talk to some mothers out there. What would you tell mothers right now that are up to their eyeballs in uh, in diapers and messes that have have immediately materialized after everything was cleaned, and that is never caught up, and there's never a restful moment? What would you tell her? So for the mothers, I would say. Um, the greatest gift that you can give to anyone is the gift of yourself. And yourself, capital S, is you operating in your highest, fullest vibration. So no sacrificing, no need to like worry about the kids. The kids are great. We don't need to, you know, helicopter parent and all this. When it comes to our children, we really need to just not impose and indoctrinate them, let them be, and guide be a guide, which is so much more gentle, you know, guiding them, a participant, giving them a voice, and then how that impacts the mother, like I'm a mother, so I know, is I have all this freedom in my life. And I've worked from home while breastfeeding my babies and connecting with huge celebrities and supporting other people because of this computer that we have and the age of the internet. And all I needed to do was step away for a short time or you know, I could work it around my schedule, I could get creative. But aside from that, what I learned is just, really it's about me taking care of myself and everybody else wins. So as leaders, as mothers, I will tell you, you go first. You are the example. The children don't do what you tell them. They don't like, they, it, what doesn't work that way. You are the model. You are the example. And that's how they will thrive. Mm -hmm. So leaders go first. Mothers are, are leaders. And you need to really tend to yourself and everyone else wins. So no more guilt or shame or any of that. 
Is it um, a like-minded community? I needed that as a mother because you need to talk, right? The dishes are like, you need to talk, express, communicate with others, um, having support. So I used to, in order to run my business, I would have this uh, college girl come. She was a mommy's helper. I'd pay her a couple of dollars to hold my baby in the same room and sit with me while I was sitting there typing in case the baby needed to breastfeed. Like I found ways to make it work so that I could still be fulfilled by my work and all of that and still be the mother that I wanted to be. Hmm. That's good. Tell me if you would, what, what is divine feminine or sacred feminine either way. And, and, because, you know, I think that term is, is thrown around a lot and people may have images of some lady in flowy clothing dancing around a fire or something, you know, and which certainly is, it's not exclusive of that, but uh, what, what, is, what is the sacred feminine and what, and what is the sacred masculine? What, what does that even mean, that those two sides, so to speak, if that even exists, um, sides? Yeah. For me, it's all about a very pure state, and it doesn't need to be airy-fairy, and we don't need to label it. It's, it's an inner knowing that you possess. I think naturally, women, whether they're mothers or not, have a very nurturing, compassionate way, attending, the home caregiver, the, all of that. Like We have that way of um, expressing ourselves and it brings you joy that's how you know it's like so sacred it's so special to you holding that baby in your arms for the first time there's nothing like that and so I understand that maybe not everybody has that same experience everyone is allowed to have their own experience but what makes it so sacred is it's life and life is precious so anything that has that for you that makes your life precious that you value is sacred and what we where we might put a label is where women might find things more interesting and enjoyable than men and it's perfect and amazing because we need all of it we need all of us so for the men it's the same thing it's what they find is sacred and that might be going out into nature that might be you know hunting that might be being alone with the guys it, you know Anything can be sacred if it brings more to your life. Mm -hmm. I love it. What does it look like to work with you? Let's say somebody is, is interested and they, they go to rocketoutwoman.com and the little pop-up thing invites them to chat and they say, yeah, I want a 20-minute session. Sign me up. What, what can they expect? I am a, uh, if anybody knows, and, and this is like off topic, but I am a human design reflector. So I'm 1% of the population, which means, and I've just recently discovered this in the last few years, which means I can literally see into you and reflect back to you who you are. Like actually being with me is, is reflecting back to you. It's holding up a mirror. Love that. So that's a gift that just I just discovered a few years ago. I was like, oh, that's why. Because I actually look at people and I will see you. I'll see the whole download of you and your higher self. Mm -hmm. And it's almost like that divine energy of the mothering where I hold you to that place. Like, do you really know what's possible for you? Mm -hmm. and, and have you experienced this? And have you? And they're like, yes, yes, yes. And it's like, 
well, you can use your voice, you can start to self-express. It's really about self-expression and leadership Mm -hmm. is your voice, right? So when we spend time together, um, women, we go into the stories that you've acquired, that you've taken on. We go, go into the indoctrination from school and society, be a good girl, do the right thing, all of that. And we kind of just, I just show you all of those places that are still within you that you can transform. And so we just talk about that, like your life's purpose and your life's work, because what you choose to do, your purpose is up to you. But if we use the gene keys with my seeing of you, we get like the whole blueprint. And then you get like a, a map, a road, like it shows you your, your own hero's journey. And so for women I work with, they are visionaries. They are speakers and authors. They want to get their messages out there. And so it's pretty cool to see it all together in just like such a short time and then they want to dive into that more Mm -hmm. um and then the other thing is they often tell me their deepest darkest secrets because that is you know that's i can't believe i'm telling you this you know and and sometimes they cry after i sit there and listen because i come from a place of no judgment there's nothing that you can say that would make me not love you want to know you be with you and support you there's nothing you can tell me that you know and so i think there's a releasing in that so that's what pretty much happens on our first call together wow the first call <laughs> what's gonna happen on call two go big or go home javon that's my whole thing it's like i just i'm a very deep person and i that's just how i am <laughs> i love it well tell us what what's what do you think you're working with a lot of people you're opening yourself up as a channel for spirit for love to flow through for healing to happen what does god want us to know what would spirit tell us right now god would tell us that you are love you are love you have always been love and you being love is healing to the planet and the world. And so anything that is not love is the illusion and the lie. You already are. So when women come to me and they're like, but I don't have, and I, and can I do this? Like we just get rid of all that gunk and stuff and return to a state of love because you already are don't need to actually go and like do anything else to become you already are mm. and that message in and of itself is like what so no more like needing to go and do just be love be more of who you are express more of your love and it will all work out mm. that's good thank you well, we can find you once again at rocketoutwoman.com. All spelled out, rocketoutwoman.com. You must do the dance that Christine's doing. If you don't, if you can't see it, it's a very great dance. Thank you. <laughs> and uh, Christine Miskinis, uh, the woman's voice unleashed uh, that 20 minute initial session. You don't even charge for that, right? No. Wow. So there's, there's zero reason that someone wouldn't reach out to you to explode their business in an abundant, awesome way to unleash their voice or anything else that we talked about. Well, come on, everybody. Get on it. <laughs>
Well, thank you so much. Bless you. I love your presence and, the, and your work, your loving service uh, in the world. And uh, thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks for having me and just sending everyone so much love during these times. Um, you are not alone. You are supported. And please reach out. All right. Bye-bye.